Je prends plus ma carte pour les emplois, je vais jouer les hors même s'il fait fraîche terre rendu de charme avec Ginette. Mais là, je suis rendu clean, rendu correct, permet du pitole dans le gâteau. Y'a regardé hors, il fait pas bon. Having uh, really gained a Hall of Famer, you know, in every sense of uh, the word, you know, in hockey, in the way that he uh, helped uh, young guys come in. Uh, you've seen all kinds of messages online, you know, of kids, just how he made them feel welcome whenever they, they joined his teams. And never met the guy, uh, only heard good things, never heard a bad thing about Dale Howard Chuck. I saw another message online just saying that he was a very low-maintenance superstar, so not a diva like a lot of the guys today down to earth rest in peace and uh what would, would be kind of cool is if uh you know there's some cornwall listeners that you know that played with them uh, i know a lot of uh, former royals still reside in cornwall and uh, if ever they want to come on the show share some stories um i don't have any personal stories but i do have some stories uh relating to dale howard check Uh, a few funny ones. I probably wouldn't be able to say it as good as my father, but I'll attempt it. Basically, my dad never played any hockey um, except for just on the pond. But he he loved hockey. Huge Habs fan. You know, um, he's got season tickets to the Habs, so that's a reason why I, I've been to so many games. He later on in life, I think he might have been in college at this point. He's uh, five years older than my uncle, but my uncle was a very good goalie. He actually tried out for the Royals, which I'll get to in a minute. But uh, he was just playing pickup hockey with a bunch of guys. And, you know, my dad uh, is a defenseman. And he was, uh, you know, he kept on getting burnt and uh, by this one kid. And uh, he talks to uh, my uncle. Uh, that guy is really good. You know, the Royals should, uh, should really uh, consider, you know, looking at that guy. And uh, my uncle responded to him. He's like, uh, yeah, Luke, that guy just won the scoring championship last year. So uh, <laughs> it happened to be... Uh, Dale Howard check so pretty cool story you know my dad that's one that he always brings back up um, so that's you know pretty neat just my dad obviously like, like I said he might have been he, he went to the University of Ottawa so he probably didn't go to many Royals games um, at the time uh, you know their their championship was probably while he was in exams so and actually so like I said my uncle um, he had tried out for the Royals uh, I not sure if it was you know the first year that uh Dale played when he was a 16-year-old or, or the second year because, you know, he was already playing in the NHL at 18 years old, um, and he won the the Rookie of the Year in the NHL. Um, he won the Rookie of the Year in the queue, so he kind of, he did it at every single level, right? Both runs that Dale Howardchuk was in the playoffs, he won the MVP of the, the Memorial Cup, so I think it was called the Guy Lafleur Trophy back then. Long story short, my uncle made it to the final cut uh, of the Royals And uh, everything was going good, you know, uh, according to my, you know, my dad, uh, he went to go see him and the whole family went to see him. Obviously, it was a big deal. You know, he's trying out for the Royals. And uh, but in the last game, you know, they always do like the blue and white in the scrimmage. I guess he got absolutely fucking lit up by Dale Howard Chuck. So two little stories of Dale Howard Chuck um, in my family. 
And uh, yeah, unfortunately, my uncle didn't make the Royals, but you know he's doing pretty well for himself. So, but you know, still cool to say that you uh, you know you got lit up by Dale Howard. Check how many people can say that, right? I've been having issues, uh, technical issues, uh, with my my computer and my recording. Um, but another guy who's having technical issues right now, Alec over at Five for Fighting. So he recorded an episode with Curtis Tidball which I spoke about, and, uh, you know, he's just waiting to release it. I know how much of a pain in the ass that can be. Uh, I did an episode with Sean McMorrow where I had him on the phone for two hours, and my God, that I feel like a piece of shit when I saw it didn't record, so I was using a new app. Uh, obviously, I deleted that app after that fucking happened, and then uh, now I got a new app, which is uh, a lot better, and uh, that won't ever happen to me again. Um, I actually recorded an episode with uh, Daniel Amesbury, uh, recently and uh, we started and he went and he was talking and he was telling me a great story and probably like two minutes in I told him oh shit shit we're gonna have to restart and he was uh, cool and uh, he just uh, reset the same story the same way so thankfully you know he didn't say uh, you know who the fuck is this guy um, so Daniel Amesbury was a super tough guy and uh, like I said like uh, Curtis Tidball I mean how tough was that guy he took on Joel Terrio took on Marasti you know he took on all the tough guys, uh, Bosse, whenever Bosse came back from the UFC, I don't think a lot of people were lining up to fight Bosse after he had KO'd a few guys in the UFC, so watch out for that episode from Alec coming out, uh, Alec always does a good job, I, I also said that Alec just keeps getting better and better, so uh, I'm not too sure uh, how the weight loss is going uh, this week for him, um, he, uh, he dropped 40 pounds, so fucking good job to you my friend. I went to weigh myself this Friday because I, I kind of wanted to join join the challenge, you know, to push myself. And uh, anyways, found out that I didn't have a scale. So I thought maybe in the basement we had one because we moved a lot at one point and uh, no scale. So I bought myself a scale. I'll do my first weigh-in on Friday. Um, not to look like an asshole whenever I weigh myself uh, just because people be like, oh, fuck, that doesn't weigh. You don't weigh a lot. Um, you know, I might be like 205 or something like that, but I'm only five foot eight, so a bit different uh, than, uh, you know, Alec at six foot one. So uh, I remember going to my last checkup and the doctor was saying that I should be about uh, 175, but I doubt that's ever going to happen. I'm, I, I'm aiming for 185. I kind of have like a, a wider build, like wide shoulders. So anyways, I don't know how they, what index they use or what kind of scientific thing they, they use to determine that. But I don't think that I've ever been 175, even in high school. So I think that's a bit of a load of crap, but I'm going to aim for 185. So that's still losing 20 pounds. And, and as Alec might know, it's uh, losing those last pounds that is the hardest, right? So, you know, not betting money on it because uh, I don't uh, intend on quitting uh, drinking beer. So, and uh, there you go. Uh, just a, a lead into uh, uh, my sponsor, uh, Ruben Brewing. You know, keeping me fat for uh, the past uh, five years. What were they? They were established in 2013. But anyways, I started drinking bourbon probably five years ago. Um, but no, just kidding. Uh, they have a terrific products, uh, product for every palate. And you know, after a hard day of work uh, in the sun, you know, what's better than uh, having a brew? Or you know, when you're mowing the lawn or or whatever you'll be doing. And uh, shout out to my second sponsor, which is BonfireShades.ca. If you want the coolest looking pair of shades and you want to get laid by Bonfire Shades, so go to BonfireShades.ca. Doesn't matter how ugly you are, how big of a schnoz you got like myself, or, you know, if, I don't know, you pick your nose. Uh, just uh, go get yourself a pair of Bonfire Shades and you will get some compliments right away. Use promo code BLAC when you check out on Bonfire 
shades.ca they have a bunch of products and i'd be happy if my buddy you know that came up with this great concept the sunglasses told me hey uh you know someone used the promo code BLAC, which means that i uh brought some business his way so that'd be very very cool you know i'd appreciate you guys doing that uh last but uh, not least uh for not my sponsors but i is i'm selling hats so uh the hats are super cool um i came up with the design uh, it says bucket drop just in support of all the guys that drop the gloves or if you're one of these guys that drop the gloves you know just kind of reminds people you know just uh i'm a nice guy but uh you know don't uh don't push your luck, you know? But yeah, if you drop the gloves, uh, just show respect to the enforcers. So I'm not an enforcer, but I, I, I thought it'd be a cool hat to uh, to make. And uh, $5 of every hat goes towards the victims of, uh, of child abuse, actually an organization that helps these kids uh, with uh, counseling. And you know, counseling and all that stuff is not cheap. So it goes directly to the Children's Treatment Center. Already donated $100. I've got $50 in the bank. Uh, ready to be donated but i want to reach that goal of a hundred dollars again so uh just to uh buy a hat it's only 25 bucks canadian so that works out to about like what 18 dollars american i think it always changes right the currency yeah reach out you know uh, bobby longgrass at gmail.com or hit me up on twitter follow me on twitter at the bucket drop and uh, that's capital tbd at the bucket drop so check me out and uh Listen to me on uh, iTunes or Spotify, wherever your podcast, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Like, I'm on every friggin' platform, just like all the other guys, you know, that I'm mentioning. So, buy a cool hat. It's a black hat, mesh in the back um, for every size noggin. So, it's a snapback. Yeah, Alec wears it to go play golf. Uh, so, you know, he uh, he endorses the product. So, that's good. Other guys that I want to mention uh, to go take a listen to is. Uh, fourth line voice darren is the og he's got a great podcast he's always very very in-depth he had a guy on his last podcast i don't want to mispronounce his name but he played a couple years of junior a and then he went to pro great uh, fighter um only five foot eight like myself so i was listening to the episode and i was telling myself hey maybe i could have done something uh, in the fight game no i'm just kidding but uh yeah this guy uh, you know he was tough but he could also play the game uh, if you listen to the uh, the episode so uh and there's a cool uh maple leaf story in there too if you listen to all the way till the end yeah i should know his name that's just brain fart I'm getting old and i did call him daryl by accident on the last uh, podcast because i got a friend named daryl uh so sorry about that i already talked to him about it and uh, he did an episode since um that player interview um, had a Q&A where people uh, wrote in with some questions and I asked him certain questions and uh, actually one of my questions didn't really make any sense maybe but I was just saying that you know if you take out the trapezoid I think the game would be a bit more interesting in the sense that maybe more goals I'm just looking at my team with Carey Price uh, Carey Price you know you dump it in you know a lot of hockey is dump and chase nowadays uh, Carey Price just goes behind the net and he's like a fucking defense right and he'll just like rim it around you know it's like basically like a lost cause whenever you dump it in i'm just saying like if you take out the trapezoid right you know the goalie goes to play it he's fair game you just you're allowed to hit him so uh, the way my question came out was maybe not very clear but yeah i'm just saying like if the goalie is just allowed to stay in his crease you know kind of like bubble hockey you know like uh it seems like there'd be more shots on net you know the goalie would be literally playing just like the position of the goaltender but i'm not an expert i never played in the show yeah, so anyways, he addressed all my questions, which was really cool. Um, you know, he was talking about guys in the double, because he's an, ex- he's an expert on the WHL, on the tough guys. And uh, anyways, I was just asking him which guy 
could have made it to the show that didn't because you'll you'll hear a lot of those stories you know um, guys that could have made it to the show and that didn't we have some guys like that in Cornwall you know uh, just guys that went off to play junior they got homesick and they came back yeah a great episode with Q&A he's talked about some UFC too which I appreciate I'm a big UFC fan he's just talking about his uh, his liking of uh, Donald Cerrone because he's a gamer uh, you know, kind of that same mentality of the hockey fighter. You know, you win some, you lose some. You know, Donald's always looking for the next fight. And uh, even after, in his interviews, he'll be like, yeah, I'm still good. I'm still good to go. You know, so that was my impression of a cowboy, I guess. Yeah, I think he's sponsored by Budweiser. So I'm sponsored by Ruben, a bit cooler than sponsored by Budweiser. But And he's talking about a bunch of baseball stuff that I, did. I have no idea what he's talking about. But that's just that's just me. Speaking on that, you know, we'll go to my very unpopular segment you might be a loser you know so if you're a softball hero you might be a loser i was probably 32 at the time um great when i around uh when i started hanging out with my wife we were friends before that we went out to the bar and got asked to play in a baseball league uh, and uh it was a co-ed team i never played baseball really um but it was softball you know we're gonna go for beers you know, after the game, in my head, it's like there'd be beer in the dugout and stuff, to be honest with you, um, you know, and just for fun, you know, whatever, it turns out we started playing, it wasn't just for fun, I suck at baseball, or softball, or whatever, so, you know, the depth perception, trying to catch it in the outfield, you know, I'm a good hockey player, but I suck shit, but, you know, I did my best, whatever, did some decent hits and stuff like that, but this fucking guy, um, which I'm not gonna name names, uh, he kept on, like, running in front of me to catch the ball so basically just like kind of like embarrassing the loser that's not good at a sport or something like that and he would like run and catch the ball right in front of me and well you know there's other people out there and you got some pride so you're just kind of like what the fuck you know um so he would run from like third base all the way in front of me to catch it so i started saying some things um you know like all right good job hero and stuff like that i didn't like that very much do you know who you're fucking with and uh, anyways, we proceeded to uh, fight during a co-ed game because this guy wanted to win so bad that he was running in front of me to catch the ball. So, guys, don't be a fucking softball hero. Like, first of all, I'll say it. Softball is kind of a corny sport in the first place. I wasn't good at it, but I wasn't practicing on the weekends to try to get good at it. I don't think I was going to make any kind of a career in it. And I got told that we were playing just for fun. I don't think we went for beer one time after the game. But anyways, I'll leave it at that. Ah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, my wife wasn't too proud about that situation. But anyways, um, hopefully that guy learned a, a bit of a lesson. You might be a loser if you have those brass or metal testicles that hang on the back of your pickup truck. Seems like the joke's a little played out. You might be a loser if you wake up five minutes before going to work and you're riding someone's ass the entire time because you're the one who woke up late. So those are my three. So if you guys have your own, you might be a loser. Please uh, write them in, you know, at bobbylonggrass at gmail.com. I'd love to say them on the air a little bit like uh, Darren's Q&A. I'll uh, give you guys some, uh, some love online on the podcast. Give a shout out to my boy Joe Lazito at Coliseum Chronicles. Can't forget about that guy. Great podcast on the New York Islanders. And uh, all the guys that fought for the Islanders and for the leagues um, associated to them. So the, the minor leagues. Every team has an AHL, ECHL team. So... All the affiliates, uh, great podcast, Joseph Lazito. I mentioned, again, when I recorded last, but it got lost, that I'd like to have Joe Lazito on to give me his top 10 UFC guys of all time. Uh, so Daryl was talking, Jesus Christ, Darren was talking about 
the UFC, you know, and he talked about Clay Guida as well. So just the top 10 uh, UFC, you know, the GOATs, if you will. So uh, that'd be cool because I'm sure he's going to have some older guys and I'm going to have uh, a bit of the newer generation, kind of like when I did my top 10 uh, LNAH fighters with uh, with Darren. And uh, speaking on that, uh, the LNAH, um, I'm going to have an LNAH alumni uh, soon, which is uh, Donnie Augustine. Uh, so that guy fought La Ferrière. He fought a lot of big boys. Let's just say, let's put it that way. And uh, he's uh, should be uh, releasing that episode in a couple of weeks. So uh, be alert for that one. He was a big boy. And uh, I was talking to him the other day, actually, and he told me he was only 28. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, so Donnie Augustine is uh, one of the episodes that uh, you guys can look forward to. And as, as I said, Amesbury, I'm trying to release them like during a period where... You know, we have a little break from the hockey. It just seems so crazy with all the hockey games that are going on right now. Like I said, I got $50 on Dallas and $50 on the Flyers to win the cup. This is before I knew the Flyers were going to play against the Habs. Obviously, I'd like my Habs to go through. But at the same time, I don't. Even if they pulled a crazy upset after being down 3-1, to one, uh, I still don't think that they'd go anywhere. And especially now that, that our great coach is out. But if you listen to my last episode, I talked about other you might be a losers um and i had talked about garage sales a little bit and uh actually when i was living in my old house um our neighbors used to have bas- or sorry they used to have uh, garage sales every weekend which is crazy when you think about it like how are they having garage sales constantly but uh, what they were doing is um they were buying uh stuff at other garage sales or at flea markets uh, what have you and they would sell those items so that was their second job i guess so but uh yeah it was just weird we were like in a residential area and uh, we were two guys two bachelors living in that place they had invited us the garage sale people had invited us to a women dressed as men and men dressed as women uh party the guy like they were great people but i don't know that seems uh, a little odd to invite your neighbors that you don't know to go to one of those parties especially when it's not halloween so Anyways, I wonder what would have happened if we went to that party. We decided not to go, but uh, let's just leave it at that. When I don't have podcasts to list, listen to from my buddies, because uh, Joe Lazito, I'm waiting, my friend. Um, his latest uh, uh, episode was a Not Your Average uh, Playoff Preview, which was a really good episode where he was talking about, you know, Tom Wilson really survived the Islanders series. And, uh, you know, props to you, my friend. You know, like, your Islanders are doing great. And, uh you know, hopefully they uh, they keep running because uh, I got a, a lot of those guys in my uh, my hockey pool this year. So, you know, and uh, good job with the podcast. Uh, that's what inspired me to do my top 10 NHL. When I don't have a podcast from them because, you know, Joe Lozito is too slow on releasing his podcast for whatever reason. Um, I'll go listen to some other ones uh, a bit more, uh, you know, mainstream, if you will, Uh I remember when I started listening to John Scott's podcast, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a good change up from uh, Spitting Chicklets, but I don't know. I've been listening to it lately and uh, I'm kind of uh, siding with uh, my buddy uh, Darren. I don't know. It just kind of rubs me the wrong way a lot. Uh, I was listening to the last episode and he was talking about terrible dressing rooms in the NHL. And in my head, I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, what is a terrible dressing room in the NHL? Oh, God. I can only imagine. You're growing up playing in rinks where you're pissing in troughs and 
you know, where there's only one shower in the room where you kind of have to jump in and out with your buddy and you're talking about fucking terrible dressing rooms and the, like, like, are we supposed to feel bad for you? I, anyways, uh, I know that, you know, it's not the Ritz Carlton, but I, I, I do feel bad for you, John, you know, that's, that, that's, that's real sad. And they were talking about, I don't know, they had an episode of the most likable teams in the NHL. And they were talking about Vegas as one of the most likable teams just because of, I don't know, I guess because they haven't created major rivalries. But I don't know. To me, it's any team that makes it to the Stanley Cup finals in their first year of existence. To me, there's a problem with the system. So, fuck, I would love to play for them. Don't get me wrong. You know, imagine that lifestyle. That'd be great. But... I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just disagree with a lot of their comments. But, you know, you might disagree with a lot of the shit that I talk about. Other news, which is not recent. Uh, Tuka Rask leaves the bubble. Uh, Darren talked about him on, on his podcast. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree 100%. You know, um, you know, mental health uh, is a major thing right now. Um, and, uh, you know, postpartum. You know, I just had a baby. I, I'm not saying that we're dealing with that but i'm just saying postpartum is a true thing a lot of my friends have had babies and it's not easy and uh you know she she probably needs her man right now maybe she doesn't have postpartum but i'm just saying like they got two young kids at home and uh, they got a newborn that's not fucking easy and it's not like they he left them stranded uh boston bruins that is with like a shitty goalie you know they got yaroslav lack so uh if you remember what Halak did for us back uh, when he like pulled off like a miracle playoff season with the Habs when we had a subpar team and our leading scorer was uh, Mike Camilleri, uh, Mike Camilleri, you know, uh, do what you got to do, Tuca. Uh, I know a lot of the Boston fans don't pull for him, but you know they're probably not even upset about it because they got Halak and that's now. Dallas is back in the series, I believe, after a big goal by uh, Pavelski to get them back in it. You know. The Flames were about to bring it up to a 3-1 series. And uh, Pavelski came in clutch, Captain Clutch, if you will, um, you know, with a big goal, uh, a late acquisition that they picked up and, uh, you know, proved to uh, be successful. Like I said, I got 50 bucks on Dallas to win the Cup. And uh, we made those bets early in the season inspired by the guy that did it for, uh, you know, the Blues back in the day. So, you know, hopefully that works out for us. And if it doesn't, fuck it. It's 50 bucks. Who cares? Um, worst power plays. How about the Habs not scoring in two games? Dude can't run a power play in the regular season. Uh, the power play has not been successful at all since the playoffs. And now this guy's head coach. I understand there was limited options, but uh, is this guy going to keep his job next year? Yes, he was a very successful hockey player with the Montreal Canadiens winning the Cup in 1993. And he might have been there uh, before that too, but... I don't know, like, when your power play is that bad, and Philly's power play is pretty fucking bad, dude, it's pretty horrible, when you consider they got Giroux, they got uh, Couturier, you know, they got Voracek, uh, they got Provorov on the point, um, I don't know, Gostas Bear, I think, I, I haven't wa- been watching this series, like I said, I've been uh, mostly listening to it on the radio, but... Uh, yeah, Washington down 3-1 to the Islanders. So uh, good for Joe Lazito. Uh, hopefully he's still a current NHL fan. I, I'm not 100% sure about that. The other thing, I guess, the free coffees like I've been talking about on Tim Hortons. 
uh, app. Uh, if you don't have that app, it's pretty cool. You know, uh, you're not pitching money away, and you pick three scores. And I've been paying a dollar for a coffee every day, which is better than paying two dollars, which is a little bit of a stupid price for a coffee when you think about it. Uh, I did mention this Fetchnikov injury um, by uh, Chara. I don't think it was Chara's fault. Just a weird play. He's such a big human being, and I uh, just leaned on him a little bit. You know, defense have to play tough. I like that old part of the game. Uh, it seems like Chara's injured a lot of guys. You know, only Chara knows, but I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on this one, especially on this one. I still don't give him the fucking benefit of the doubt on the Pacioretty one. Be nice at the end of his career if he'd just be like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that, you know, or, you know, I really didn't mean to do it. You know, I just a little bit of honesty would be nice, but... Who gives a shit? It's such a long time ago. Yeah, my last episode, five uh, toughest, uh, sorry, ten toughest NHL dudes uh, that are still playing. I got a lot of flack about that. A lot of guys saying like, oh, you know, there's no tough guys anymore. You know, how can you even find ten guys? Or I I've, I had a guy on Facebook say, yeah, you know, considering uh, these days, I'd be top ten uh, in toughness in the NHL. A lot of these guys, dudes, like they're still six foot seven, six foot nine, six foot five, six foot six. I talked about Branson in my last episode. The guy can still throw fucking bombs, man. I I I think that they deserve a bit of respect. The guys that are still doing it, you know, they have no reason to do it anymore. Um, so the fact that they're keeping us entertained, like guys like Deloria, let's give them a little bit of credit, guys. Um, if you're old school hockey fans and uh, you still like that part of the game, at least they're bringing some entertainment once in a while, right? Darnell Nurse, other guys on that list. Go check out my last episode, guys. And uh, if it's if you're a first time listener and you hated the episode, then don't go check out my old episodes. But if you didn't mind it, go check out my old episodes. You know, go listen to me on iTunes and uh, you know give me some five stars. Lie, you know, even though it's a two star podcast, give it five stars. I stay at a lot of two star hotels in my life. I had a good time. Sometimes the party was better. So, you know, you want a better party? Go to. Uh, two-star resort and you know give it a five-star on uh travelocity is it travelocity trip advisor all right guys i think uh that's enough for one night tune into my next episode next week i promise to have a player i'll have daniel amesbury okay um i didn't want to do it because i didn't want it to get lost in uh, the whole playoff thing but i'll give you guys a player take care of case bucket drop